Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the live studios in the Haven, which, <clears throat> which is located in Hyde, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We hope all of you out there in cyberspace, wherever you are, are uh, well and safe and happy and uh, relishing uh, hearing Srimad Bhagavatam every day, which is the uh, Nityam Bhagavata Sevya recommended uh, by the Bhagavatam itself and by all our previous Acharyas and by Srila Prabhupada. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotra by Srila Sanatana Goswami explains what the Bhagavatam is very nicely. It goes like this. Sarva Shastra Vipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnadya Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabhu Kalidvandoditaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Sri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadana Manistadagamad Bhagya my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin atini chuchata kara hanamunchagada chenmam premnarit kantayokspura O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So here we are. We've reached the 22nd chapter of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Priest Maharaj has met the Kumaras, the four Kumaras, and exchanged wonderful greetings and uh, instructions and uh, 
glorifications of one another. Now we continue to hear Prithu Maharaj's activities. We're starting with text 55. Since Maharaj Prithu was a perfect devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he wanted to protect the Lord's creation by pleasing the various citizens according to their various desires. Therefore, Prithu Maharaj used to please them in all respects by his words, mentality, works, and gentle behavior. Purport As will be explained in the next verse, Prithu Maharaj used to please all kinds of citizens by his extraordinary capacity to understand the mentality of others. Indeed, his dealings were so perfect that every one of the citizens was very much satisfied and lived in complete peace. The word achutatmaka is significant in this verse, for Maharaj Prithu used to rule this planet as the representative of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He knew that he was the representative of the Lord and that the Lord's creation must be protected intelligently. Atheists cannot understand the purpose behind the creation. Although this material world is condemned when it is compared to the spiritual world, there is still some purpose behind it. Modern scientists and philosophers cannot understand that purpose, nor do they believe in the existence of a creator. <clears throat> they try to establish everything by their so-called scientific research, but they do not center anything around the supreme controller, the supreme creator. A devotee, however, can understand the purpose of creation, which is to give facilities to the individual living entities who want to lord it over material nature. The ruler of this planet should therefore know that all the inhabitants, especially human beings, have come to this material world for sense enjoyment. It is therefore the duty of the ruler to satisfy them in their sense enjoyment as well as to elevate them to Krishna consciousness so that they can all ultimately return home back to Godhead. <clears throat> with, this in, with this idea in mind, the king or government head should rule the world. In this way, everyone will be satisfied. How can this be accomplished? There are many examples, like Prithu Maharaj, and the history of his regency on this planet is elaborately described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Even in this fallen age, if the rulers, governors, and presidents take advantage of Prithu Maharaj's example, there will be certain there will certainly be a reign of peace and prosperity throughout the world. Text 56 Maharaj Prithu became a, 
as celebrated a king as Somaraj, the king of the moon. He was also powerful and exacting, just like the sun god, who distributes heat and light and at the same time exacts all the planetary waters. Purport. In this, in this verse, Maharaj Prithu is compared to the kings of the moon and sun. The king of the moon and the king of the sun serve as examples of how the Lord desires the universe to be ruled. The sun distributes heat and light and at the same time exact water from all planets. The moon is very pleasing at night and when one becomes fatigued after a day's labor in the sun, he can enjoy, he can enjoy the moonshine. Like the sun god, Prithu Maharaj distributed his heat and light to give protection to his kingdom. For without heat and light, no one can exist. Similarly, Prithu Maharaj exacted taxes and gave such strong orders to the citizens and government that no one had the power to disobey him. On the other hand, he pleased everyone just like the moonshine. Both the sun and the moon have particular influences by which they maintain order in the universe. And modern scientists and philosophers should become familiar with the Supreme Lord's perfect plan for universal maintenance. Text 57 Maharaj Prithu was so strong and powerful that no one could disobey his orders any more than one could conquer fire itself. He was so strong that he was compared to Indra, the king of heaven, whose power is insuperable. On the other hand, Maharaj Prithu was also as tolerant as the earth, and in fulfilling various desires of human society, he was like heaven itself. Purport it is a duty of a king to give protection to the citizens and to fulfill their desires. At the same time, the citizens must obey the laws of the state. Maharaj Prithu maintained all the standards of good government and he was so invincible that no one could disobey his orders any more than a person could stop heat and light emanating from fire. He was so strong and powerful that he was compared to the king of heaven, Indra. In this age, modern scientists have been experimenting with nuclear weapons and in a former age, they used to release brahmastras. But all these brahmastras and nuclear weapons are insignificant compared to the thunderbolt of, king in, of, king of, of the king of heaven. When Indra releases a thunderbolt, even the biggest hills and mountains crack. On the other hand, Maharaj Prithu was as tolerant as the earth itself, and he fulfilled all the desires of his citizens just like torrents of rain from the sky. Without rainfall, it is not possible to fulfill one's various desires on this planet. 
food grains are produced only because rain falls from the sky and without grains no one on the earth can be satisfied. Consequently, an unlimited distribution of mercy is compared to the water falling from the clouds. Maharaj Prithu distributed his mercy incessantly, much like rainfall. In other words, Maharaj Prithu was softer than a rose flower and harder than a thunderbolt. In this way, he ruled over his kingdom. Text 58 Just as rainfall satisfies everyone's desires, Maharaj Prithu used to satisfy everyone. He was like the sea in that no one else could, in that no one could understand his depths. And he was like Meru, the king of hills, in the fixity of his purpose. Purport Maharaj Prithu used to distribute his mercy to suffering humanity and it was like rainfall after excessive heat. The ocean is wide and expansive and it is very difficult to measure its length and breadth. Similarly, Prithu Maharaj was so deep and grave that no one could fathom his purposes. The hill known as Meru is fixed in the universe as a universal pivot and no one can move it an inch from its position. Similarly, no one can ever dissuade Maharaj Prithu when he was determined. Text 59 Maharaj Prithu's intelligence and education were exactly like that of Yamaraj, the superintendent of death. His opulence was comparable to the Himalaya mountains where all valuable jewels and metals are stocked. He possessed great riches like Kuvera, the treasurer of the heavenly planets, and no one could reveal his secrets for they were like the demigod Varunas. Purport Yamaraj or Dharmaraj as the superintendent of death has to judge the criminal living entities who have committed simple activities throughout their lives. Consequently, Yamaraj is expected to be most expert in judicial matters. Prithu Maharaj was also highly learned and exceedingly exact in delivering his judgment upon the citizens. No one could excel him in opulence any more than estimate the stock of minerals and jewels in the Himalaya mountains. Therefore, he is compared to Kuvera, the treasurer of the heavenly planets. Nor could anyone discover the secrets of his life any more than learn the secrets of Varuna, the demigod presiding over the water, the night, and the western sky. Varuna is omniscient, and since he punishes sins, he is prayed to for forgiveness. He is also the sender of disease, and is often associated with Mitra and Indra. Text 60 his in, his, in his bodily strength and in the strength of his senses, Maharaj Prita was as strong as the wind, which can go anywhere and everywhere. As far as his intolerance was concerned, 
He was just like the all-powerful Rudra, expansion of Lord Shiva, or Sadashiva. Text 61 <clears throat> In his bodily beauty, he was just like Cupid, and in his thoughtfulness, he was like a lion. In his affection, he was just like Swayambhuvamanu, and in his ability to control, he was like Lord Brahma. Text 62 In his personal behavior, Prithu Maharaj exhibited all good qualities, and in spiritual knowledge, he was exactly like Brihaspati. In self-control, he was like the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself. As far as his devotional service was concerned, he was a great follower of devotees who were attached to cow protection and the rendering of all service to the spiritual master and the brahmanas. He was perfect in his shyness and in his gentle behavior. And when he engaged in some philanthropic activity, he worked as if he were working for his own personal self. Purport. When Lord Chaitanya talked to Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, the Lord honored him as the incarnation of Brihaspati. Brihaspati is the chief priest of the heavenly kingdom and he is a follower of the philosophy known as Brahmavad or Mayavad. Brihaspati is also a great logician. It appears from this statement that Maharaj Prithu, although a great devotee, constantly engaged in loving, loving service of the Lord, could defeat all kinds of impersonalists and Mayavadis by his profound knowledge of the Vedic scriptures. We should learn from Maharaj Prithu that a Vaishnava or devotee must not only be fixed in the service of the Lord, but, but if required, must be prepared to argue with the impersonalist Mayavadis with all logic and philosophy and defeat their contention that the Absolute Truth is impersonal. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the ideal self-controller or Brahmachari. When Krishna was elected to be president of the Rajasuya Yagya, performed by Maharaj Yudhishthir, Grandfather Bhishmadev praised Lord Krishna as the greatest Brahmachari. Because Grandfather Bhishmadev was a Brahmachari, he was quite fit to distinguish a Brahmachari from, from a Vyabhichari. Although Prithu Maharaj was a householder and father of five children, he was, very, he was still considered to be most controlled. One who begets Krishna-conscious children for the benefit of humanity is actually a brahmachari. One who simply begets children like cats and dogs is not a proper father. The word brahmachari also refers to one who acts on the platform of brahman or devotional service. In the impersonal brahman conception, there is no activity, yet when one performs activities in connection with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is known, he is to be known as Brahmachari. 
Thus, Prithu Maharaj was an ideal brahmachari and grihastha simultaneously. Vishwak Shina Nuvartishu refers to those devotees who were constantly engaged in the service of the Lord. Other devotees must follow in their footsteps. Srilanartam Das Thakur said, Echai Goshai Yar Muitar Das. He is prepared to become the disciple of anyone who follows in the footsteps of the six Goswamis. Also, like all Vaishnavas, Maharaj Prita was devoted to cow protection, spiritual masters, and qualified brahmanas. Prithu Maharaj was also very humble, meek, and gentle, and whenever, and whenever he performed any philanthropic work or welfare activity for the general public, he would labor exactly as if he were tending to his own personal necessities. In other words, his philanthropic activities were not for the sake of show, but were performed out of personal feeling and commitment. All philanthropic activities should be thus performed. And this is embarrassing, but I had to go. I'll be right back. Don't go away, folks. Interruption. Text 63. <clears throat> Throughout the whole universe, in the higher, lower, and middle planetary systems, Prithu Maharaj's reputation was loudly declared, and all ladies and saintly persons heard his glories, which were as sweet as the glories of Lord Ramachandra. Purport. In this verse, the words Srinam and Ramaha are significant. It is the practice amongst ladies to hear and enjoy the praises of certain heroes. From this verse it appears that Prithu Maharaja's reputation was so great that ladies all over the universe would hear of it with great pleasure. At the same time, his glories were heard all over the universe by the devotees, and they were as pleasing as Lord Ramachandra's glories. 
Lord Ramachandra's kingdom is still existing. And recently, there was a political party in India named, named the Rama Raja Party, which wanted to establish a kingdom resembling the kingdom of Rama. Unfortunately, modern politicians want the kingdom of Rama without Rama himself. Although they have banished the idea of God consciousness, they still expect to establish the kingdom of Rama. Such a proposal is rejected by devotees. Prithu Maharaja's reputation was heard by saintly persons because he exactly represented Lord Ramachandra, the ideal king. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purport of the fourth canto, 22nd chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam entitled Prithu Maharaja's Meeting with the Four Kumaras. All glories to the glories of Prithu Maharaj. All glories to the knowledge of the four Kumaras and their devotional service. Hare Krishna. Okay, onward to chapter 23. Maharaj Prithu's going back home. Text 1 through 3. At the last stage of his life, when Maharaj Prithu saw himself getting old, that great soul, who was king of the world, divided whatever opulence he had accumulated amongst all kinds of living entities, moving and non-moving. He arranged pensions for everyone according to religious principles, and after executing the, order, after executing the orders, of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in complete coordination with Him, He dedicated His sons unto the earth, which was considered to be His daughter. Then Maharaj Prithu left the presence of the citizens who were almost lamenting and crying from feeling separation from the king and went to the forest alone with his wife to perform austerity. Maharaj Prithu was one of the Shaktivesh incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and as such he appeared on the surface of the earth to execute the orders of the Supreme as stated in Bhagavad Gita the Supreme Lord is the proprietor of all planets and he is always anxious to see that in each and every planet the living entities are happily living and executing their duties. As soon as there is some discrepancy in the execution of duties, the Lord appears on earth, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 4.7, Yada Yada, Hidharmasya, Glanir, Bhavadi Bharata. Since there were so many discrepancies during the reign of King Vena, the Lord sent His most confidential devotee, Maharaj Prithu to settle things. Therefore, after, the, after executing the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and settling the affairs of the world, Maharaj Prithu was ready to retire. 
He had been exemplary in his governmental administration and now he was to become exemplary in his retirement. He divided all his property amongst his sons and appointed them to rule the world. And then he went to the forest with his wife. It is significant in this connection that it is said that Maharaj Prita retired alone and at the same time took his wife with him. According to Vedic principles, when retiring from family life, one can take his wife with him, for the husband and wife are considered to be one unit. Thus they cannot both combinedly perform austerities, thus they can't they, thus they can both combinedly perform austerities for liberation. This is the path that Maharaj Prithu, who was of was an exemplary character, followed. And this is also the way of Vedic civilization. One should not simply remain at home until the time of death, but should separate from family life at a timely moment and prepare himself to go back to Godhead. As a Shaktivesh incarnation of God, who had actually come from Vaikuntha as a representative of Krishna, Maharaj Prithu was certain to, to go back to Godhead. Nonetheless, in order to set the example in all ways, he also underwent severe austerities in the Tapovana. It appears that in those days there were many Tapovanas, or forests, especially meant for retirement and the practice of austerities. Indeed, it was compulsory for everyone to go to the Tapovan to fully accept the shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. For it is very difficult to retire from family life and at the same time remain at home. Text 4 After retiring from family life, Maharaj Prithu strictly followed the regulations of retired life and underwent severe austerities in the forest. He engaged in these activities as seriously as he had formerly engaged in leading the government and conquering everyone. Purport As it is necessary for one to become very active in family life, similarly, after retirement from family life, it is necessary to control the mind and senses. This is possible when one engages himself fully in the devotional service of the Lord. Actually, the whole purpose of the Vedic system, the Vedic social order, is to enable one to ultimately return home, back to Godhead. The Grihastha Ashram is a source of concession, combining sense gratification with a regulative life. It is to enable one to easily retire in the middle of life, and engage fully in austerities in order to transcend material sense gratification once and for all. Therefore, in the Vanaprastha stage of life, tapasya, or austerity, is strongly recommended. Maharaj Prithu followed exactly all the rules of Vanaprastha life, which is technically known as Vaikanasa Ashram. The word Vaikanasa Susamate 
is significant because in Vanaprastha life the regulated principles are also to be strictly followed. In other words, Maharaj Prithu was an ideal character in every sphere of life. Mahajano, Yenagata, Zapantaha. One should follow in the footsteps of great personalities. Thus, by following the exemplary character of Maharaj Prithu, one can become perfect in all respects while living this life or while retiring from active life. Thus, after giving up this body, one can become liberated and go back to Godhead. Text 5 In the Tapovan, Maharaj Prithu sometimes ate the trunks and roots of trees, and sometimes he ate fruit and dried leaves, and for some weeks he drank only water. Finally, he lived simply by breathing air. Purport In Bhagavad Gita, yogis are advised to go to a secluded place in the forest and live alone in a sanctified spot there. By Prithu Maharaja's behavior, we can understand that when he went to the forest, he did not eat any cooked food sent from the city by some devotees or disciples. As soon as one takes a vow to live in the forest, he must simply eat roots, tree, tree trunks, fruits, dried leaves, or whatever nature provides in that way. Prithu Maharaj strictly adopted these principles for living in the forest, and sometimes he ate nothing but dried leaves and drank nothing but a little water. Sometimes he lived on nothing but air, and sometimes he ate some fruit from the trees. In this way, he lived in the forest and underwent severe austerity, especially in regards to eating. In other words, overeating is not at all recommended for one who wants to progress in spiritual life. Sri Rupa Goswami also warns that too much eating and too much endeavor are against the principles by which one can advance in spiritual life. It is, it is also notable that according to Vedic injunction, to live in the forest is to live in the mode of complete goodness, whereas to live in the city is to live in the mode of passion, and to live in a brothel or drinking house is to live in the mode of ignorance. However, to live in a temple is to live in Vaikuntha, which is transcendental to all the modes of material nature. This Krishna consciousness movement affords one the opportunity to live in the temple of the Lord, which is as good as Vaikuntha. Consequently, a Krishna conscious person does not need to go to the forest and artificially try to imitate Prithu Maharaj, Maharaj Prithu, or the great sages and munis who used to live in the forest. Srila Rupa Goswami, after retiring from his minister's seat in the government, went to Vrindavan and lived beneath a tree like Maharaj Prithu. Since then, Many people have gone to Vrindavan to imitate Rupa Goswami's behavior. Instead of advancing in spiritual life, 
Many have fallen into material habits and even in Vrindavan have become victims of illicit sex, gambling and intoxication. The Krishna consciousness movement has been introduced in the Western countries, but it is not possible for Westerners to go to the forest and practice the severe austerities which were ideally practiced by Prithu Maharaj or Rupa Goswami. However, Westerners or anyone else can follow in the footsteps of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur by living in a temple which is transcendental to residents in a forest and to vow to accept Krishna Prasad and nothing else following the regulated principles and chant 16 rounds daily of the Hare Krishna mantra. In this way, one's spiritual life will never be disturbed. Hare Krishna. So that brings us to 7.45. We'll stop our reading tonight and tomorrow begin again at text 6. In the meantime, we'll wait for the devotees to give their reflections on what we've just heard. The marvelous potencies of Prithu Maharaj. Hare Krishna. First is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna. Jai Maharaj. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. My humble obeisances to all the assembled sages. Haribo. And from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for your daily readings of Srimad Bhagavatam. Today I heard, quote, Prithu Maharaj's reputation was heard by saintly persons because he exactly represented Lord Ramachandra, the ideal king. Unquote. Also I heard Prithu Maharaj is a Shaktivesha incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, so he was always perfect and ideal. We cannot imitate him, but as Srila Prabhupada explains, Westerners or anyone else can follow in the footsteps of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur by living in a temple which is transcendental to residence in a forest and to vow to accept Krishna Prasad and nothing else, mm. follow the regulative principles and chant 16 rounds daily of the Hare Krishna mantra. Mm. In this way, one's spiritual life will never never be disturbed. Hare Krishna. <coughs> Isn't Srila Prabhupada kind to give us a lifestyle uh, which automatically, if we follow it strictly, it's not so easy, but if we follow it strictly, uh, elevates us to a transcendental position. Hare Krishna. All glories to His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj. Daily I am becoming more indebted to you 
and your daily readings. Thank you very much for reaching out to us again and again. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Radhi. It is my duty. How can I ever repay Srila Prabhupada for what he's given me? Impossible. But I know how how strongly he wanted his devotees to read his books. So if I can just assist him by reading his books out loud to as many people as possible, then I feel like I'm doing something, at least, Hare Krishna, to repay Srila Prabhupada for his causeless mercy. This is from Ananda Murti. Yes, Ananda Murti. Yesterday distributed one Bhagavad Gita, three Krishna book, one Srimad Bhagavatam, one Prabhupada Lilamrita, and five small books. And five small books in front of university. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Ananda Murti, for your exemplary, exemplary uh, ex- uh behavior. Thank you so much. And this is from Bhakti Nikki. Yes, Bhakti Nikki. Hare Krishna Maharaj. It seems that King Prithu is an example of how a pure devotee takes on the qualities of the demigods in his service. Yes. Pure devotee like Prithu Maharaj is the embodiment of all the demigods. And it was very nice explanations in the purports by Srila Prabhupada and in the verses how he did this in, in an exemplary way, perfect person. Hare Krishna. She says it was also interesting to hear that even though King Prithu is described to have renounced family life, he brought his wife with him to perform austerities in the forest. Mm. I didn't know this detail before. <coughs> I think in the purport it mentioned that uh, the husband and wife are considered one unit so it, it is uh, it's a Vedic injunction that a householder can do that not so many follow that but it's doable but only doable if they're actually brahmacharya if he's brahmacharya therefore one a householder who does that is considered to be brahmacharya Hare Krishna this is from Bhakta Rupa yes Bhakta Rupa he says, Thank you for reading, Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. It's amazing how following the rules and regs and chanting our 16 rounds affords us such a high position. Lord Chaitanya is so kind for allowing us Kali Yuga people to perform our sadhana in a relatively comfortable position when compared to living leaving to the forest. Hmm. 
we have hit the jackpot. Yes, it's a fact. And uh, but at the same time, <coughs> those who are uh, highly renounced, at least some spiritual authorities in India, I think I can think of one example. Uh, watching the devotees, the followers of Prabhupada, go to the cities and live in those cities which are like forests, concrete jungles, uh, and approach people to give them Krishna consciousness, uh, they consider that a greater austerity. Hare Krishna. So if you follow these regulated principles and at the same time try according to our station in life, our phase of life and our capacity try to give Krishna consciousness to others then we perfect our spiritual life Be why? because Srila Prabhupada and, and, and Sri Krishna himself become extremely pleased with us the purpose of all of these things is to please Krishna to please our spiritual masters Hare Krishna This is from Bhakti Peter. Yes, Bhakti Peter. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. I have very much enjoyed being reminded of the spiritual nature of the temple, being a new devotee myself. Hmm. P.S. I have finished the Gita now with the help of your daily readings, and I am now very excited to embark on my journey into the Bhagavatam. Very nice. I'm very happy with you. Please. I can't encourage you enough to hear the Bhagavatam all the way through, cover to cover makes one a very learned and wise person if one sincerely hears submissively and tries to understand Hare Krishna all good fortune to you for that this is from Rati Manjari yes Rati Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances, Jashri the Prabhupada. I was hearing in text 3 that it is compulsory for everyone to go to the Tapovana or forest, especially meant for retirement and the practice of austerities, to fully accept the shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. For it is very difficult to retire from family life and at the same time remain at home. I was getting worried because I know by experience that it is very difficult to retire from family life and at the same time remain at home. But I cannot imagine myself going to live in a forest. <laughs> then I got some relief by hearing the purport of text 5 in which the Prabhupada recommends and invites us to live in a temple and also follow the rules and regulations. I am also not ready to live in the temple again but I am eager to visit from time to time. I have started to cook for the deities in our temple once a week. This weekend I will visit Radhadesh for a few days, and in two weeks I will go to Vrindavan. Very nice. May your journey be all successful. Hare Krishna, Rati. This is Krishna giving you the mercy from all of the Harinams you're doing. Hare Krishna. Thank you for blessing and encouraging me to keep endeavoring to improve myself. Hare Krishna. It's my duty. 
from Subaru. Yes, Subaru. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. One of the gems is from Purport 423.5. However, to live in a temple is to live in Vaikuntha, which is transcendental to all the modes of material nature. This Krishna consciousness movement affords one the opportunity to live in the temple of the Lord, which is as good as Vaikuntha. Consequently, a Krishna conscious person does not need to go to the forest. Unquote. I hope and pray I will live in an ISKCON temple one day. Last two years, my wife and I visited to New Vrindavan and stayed there for about ten days. The experience was spiritually exhilarating. Nice. Please continue in your trajectory, huh? Hare Krishna. Thank you everyone for your reflections and realizations. Srimad, whoops, somebody else. This was came from Gopakanya. Yes, Gopakanya. Dear Maharaj, as I am having Kartik Vrat, that is hearing days long of Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita, mm. I am following Vaisheshka Prabhuji from Sri Govardhan. And especially today's readings, I heard Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita for three hours, continued, with very little comments and applications from the devotees there in my work. You are eternally living through this reading service of Srila Prabhupada's books. All glories to you. I am forever grateful and indebted to you. Well, Hare Krishna, thank you very much. I am indebted to all the devotees for giving me the service and uh, yes, may it go on forever. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Go Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic as we hear about how Maharaj Prithu uh, went back to Godhead in the end of his glorious life. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow.